Praise the Lord, my friend. I'm Brother Pete Bounder. And once again, we're happy to have this opportunity to be coming into your home with the message of the Lord. Uh, in a few minutes, we just going to be reminiscing with you out of the word of the Lord today. And yes, thank the Lord for you. And we trust in the Lord that everything is well. If not, we can be a David. David is quoted in the scripture saying, I shall look up unto the hill which come in my help. And we know that all our help come from the Lord. Now, it's always appropriate to say a prayer and ask the Lord blessing on anything that we do in his name. So in the next few minutes, we uh, we just going to be missing the word, name of the Lord, so it's appropriate for us to say a prayer. Now, let us pray. Father, we thank you in the name of the Lord for your many blessings that you bestowed on us. Now, Lord, I ask that you get flushed out the way and help me to preach the gospel according to your will. In the name of the Lord, I pray. Amen. Now, while I was just sitting there, sitting there prayer, the Lord put on my heart something to just talk about right at this minute in time. So we're not going to stop recording or do nothing like that. We're going to continue on uh, with the auction of the Holy Ghost. Now, someone brought some. Well, it wasn't someone. It was my son, Albert. He brought some paper. Well, uh, about something that he had pulled off the internet. You know, a lot of young people nowadays, they get their inf information from the internet. Uh, pray the Lord, even their religion information. And it has a series of questions. I don't know what I did with it. And the Lord just put on my heart to talk about that because I had something else here in the Bible that I wasn't going to go to. But we're going to follow that auction of the Holy Ghost today, tonight, and yes, deal with that. Now, on this paper... It had on there uh, the, something about the name of God. I don't know why everybody wants to sing like in the time that we're living in now. Everybody feel like God got a name. I don't know why why they get that from. That somewhere along the line, somewhere somewhere back yonder eons before God made anything. That he gave himself a name. Pray Lord. And that's what we're going to talk about. The relationship. Between God. And man. First of all. He is plain God. Simple as that. Amen. And I don't have the paper. That it have. Maybe it's it best not to have it. No how. Pray Lord. Because we are living in a time now. Where preaching the gospel is controversial. Now, it ain't the fact that the gospel, yes, got to be controversial. It's been controversial ever since creation. Uh, uh, we can read in the Bible how they persecuted the, the prophets of old, all through the Old Testament, because the message that they had was controversial. When Jesus come along, his message was controversial. He sent the apostles all through the book of Acts. Their preaching was controversial. We can search through history from the first century on up to now, from first A.D. on up to now. Their preaching of the gospel is controversial. They got what they call the dark ages where the church was severely persecuted during that time. And there had never been a time that the preaching of the gospel that has not been um, Controversial. 
has always been controversial. And about going to be controversial even until Jesus comes. The book of Revelation very distant, uh, uh, bags up this thing. For in the book of Acts, it teaches that, not the book of Acts, the book of Revelation, that the church is going to be under persecution. It has always been under persecution. The word has always been under persecution. Now, the Bible let us know that there's going to be a, a point in time when the word is going to be uh, very slack. Not not from God, but from the one that both became the word, and that's the time that we're living in now, pray the Lord. The Bible talks about Israel, that they preach a smooth thing. See, during a time where a smooth thing is preached, the gospel is not persecuted. Pray the Lord. But it's coming to a time like we're in now, where God's going to reestablish his word in the earth. And when he began to do that, uh, we are coming to a time of controversy, pray the Lord. Now, ever since I've been preaching, ever since 1979, when I first started out, pray the Lord, uh, my preaching been, I ain't going to say real controversial, but I believe some people just misunderstood because I teach about revelation. Uh, I ain't going to say misunderstood, but pray the Lord, they quite can't grasp uh, the gravity of this ministry and understand the teaching because I teach for revelation. Uh, uh, the Lord give, uh, just give me the revelation of the scriptures and I just basically teach the revelation of it. Pray Lord, I generally give the word to beg up the revelation. Now, I heard I can't verify nothing, but I heard that preachers back there in my father's time, I can't say how far back this went. They preached from Revelation. A lot of those people back there then couldn't read or write. But God still called them into the ministry. And now this guy said that the people were not suffering for the word of God or a lack of understanding of it because the preachers even though they were uneducated and many couldn't read or write, but they were in the poor pit, but they preached from Revelation. In other words, God revealed them the, 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 the word, and they preached that. Pray the Lord. Now we are intellects. Everyone now is intellect. We all intellectuals. We, 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 we want to, we, we are like the Bible said when Paul went to this certain city. And said they were written out this sign that they had in the approach of the city to the unknown God. Now the Lord just giving this all fresh, so won't teach him about revelation, nothing prepared or nothing. And the Bible said that's all they spent there in that city, their time searching new things. They were intellectuals. They searched, they were always searching for information on some new God. And even in the time that we're living in now, we are constantly in search of information. We're living in the information age. The Bible says in the last days, not it shall be increased. And I believe uh, the Internet plays a major role in that. We don't call this the, the, the knowledge age. We say the information age because we have access to vast knowledge at just the stroke of a mouse, just a click of a, a computer, 
uh, keyboard. We have not uh, uh, access to any type of information that we want. Now, we are living in a time now where some young people, not all, feel like, and everyone nowadays feel, seem to be, to a large extent, that they don't discover some new revelation that anyone don't miss from the death of Jesus Christ up to now. <laughs> but, my friend, there, there, I believe there ain't nothing that we don't miss from up to that time to now, pray the Lord. The Bible says to each generation, it's new. See, pray the Lord, the thing that they're learning now, it's new to them, but it, uh, they ain't nobody discovered nothing new. We ain't going to go through this word and discover some hidden fact or some hidden truth that ain't nobody taught on or discussed on or read or God hadn't revealed till now. Pray, Lord, I just don't believe it. Amen. Pray, Lord. Now, I try not to be controversial. It, it, it's, it's my will. I don't want to be controversial. I try all I can to go around what the Holy Ghost is leading me to do. Pray, Lord. Now, I myself, I teach others, yield to the Holy Ghost and, and do just what he said. But a lot of times, I, 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 I feel like in my spirit that the thing that the Holy Ghost is using me to say is going to be a little bit controversial. And I try to go around that, pray, Lord. Because the Bible let us know that we shouldn't offend in words or deeds. But there come a time, pray the Lord, yes, the sheer preaching of the gospel going to offend many. There's no way around it. It just come a point in time where, yes, the preaching of the gospel is going to offend many. Pray the Lord. And there's no way around that. And I believe we're coming up to these times now and the time that we're living in now where the gospel is going to offend many. Yes, for the sheer, sheer fact, pray the Lord, that the church going to become so lax in the pursuit of God. And understanding the mystery and revelation of God's word. And that we're leaning into our own understanding, pray Lord, it's to the point now where basically, yeah, man, we're to the point now where we call wrong right and right wrong. To a lot of people, preaching, a, preaching, a, preaching sound doctrine don't sound like it's from God. Sound doctrine, uh, dare I say it, seems like it's more satanic than from God preaching sound doctrine because it seemed to go against everything that we sort of heard that God is pray Lord now I want to teach from some revelation that God gave me concerning that very fact like I read in this paper it said go to the scripture in the Bible and we'll discover God's name pray Lord it's like, sort of like the debate is, uh, what color is God? I remember that a few years, I'm trying to think exactly what year that was. Pray the Lord. It was this great debate, especially amongst them. Well, I don't know how widespread it was, but where I was living at, pray the Lord. And the folks that I was listening to when I was a teenager, because this goes back to the 70s when I was a teenager. Back to the civil rights era, pray Lord, during that time. I was about 9, 8, 9, 10 when all that stuff was going on, pray Lord. But there was a this debate 
going around mainstream black community, what color is God? And they were saying that God was a white man God, pray Lord, not a black man God. And the fact was, what color is God? Pray Lord. Now, my friend, I don't think God is concerned with no color, pray Lord, because uh, the Bible said no man has seen God. We ain't seen him. We, we, we ain't never seen him. Can we see him? That's, 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 that's the main thing. Is it possible to see God? Is it possible? Is it possible for a physical man to stand and behold God? Can he bring himself small enough that we can see him? How big is it? Because that's the great mystery that even the Bible don't even attempt to explain. The Bible let us know that God is beyond main understanding. God is beyond our understanding. We can't understand him no how. Pray Lord. But God allow us to understand as much as our mind can comprehend. The Bible let us know that God is without beginning. Now, you know, it's, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around it. No beginning. Pray God. God, there had never been a point in time where God had a beginning. There's no such thing as you can go back to the beginning of God. God ain't had no no beginning. Now, I'm bound to what you base that fact upon. I base the fact upon the scriptures. There's not nothing else that I can base God upon but the written evidence in the Bible that he himself done provided. And God to provide the written evidence in the Bible that he has no beginning. You cannot go to a point in time where there was a beginning for God. God has no beginning. Pray Lord. Before there was anything known as a color, there was God. Before there was any place to stand on, there was a God. Before there was anything to breathe, we breathe air. God don't need air because the Bible said he made everything. So before he made anything to breathe, what was he breathing? Before he made anything to stand on, what was he stood? What did he stand on? The next thing the Bible teaches that God is everywhere. I can't understand that. The psalmist said, "If I go down in the earth, die there." In other words, he was saying God is everywhere at the identical same time. I heard a lady; she talked one time. I was living at one of them distant stations from Nashville. They were reaching all the way to Cleveland, Mississippi. And I'm on my way back from work late at night. I want a night shift. And the lady, she taught that God had never moved out of his spot. And I thought for a minute, and my mind reflected on the scripture, said God is everywhere. So if God is everywhere, why do he need to move from point A to point B? If he already everywhere. Uh, if, if the summer is right as a teaching about God is everywhere, there's no need for God to move from one place to the next place because he's already there. He's everywhere. So there's no need for God to move. He, he's everywhere. There's nowhere for God to move to because he's already there. He ain't got to come from there to go there because he's already there and already over yonder. He's everywhere at the same time. Now, I can't understand that. I just can't wrap my mind around that fact. The next thing the Bible says, he changed it not. I can sort of don't have too much problem with that. Said God don't change. He said, I'm the same today, tomorrow. God don't change. He's the same. 
But I don't know where you get all these facts from. The Bible, right here in the book. The Bible says we should study the scripture. It's in the book. Praise the Lord. The Bible says we have no need nobody to teach us anything. Everything is in the book. My father said, well, the guy told him something. And said, there were people. I said, well, I was a little boy, pray Lord. Now, when I came along, my father was, was a backslider. But him and all of his brothers, they were men that went to church and were brought up in church, pray Lord. But but by the time I came along in the world, <laughs> all, the, all the old men had got out of the church, pray Lord. I don't know how long they had been out. Because the only thing I knew was they didn't go to church. But he said, is what a guy told him. He called my father said, people were just talking about him so. And said, he just was wondering about it. Wondering why folk were just talking about him. And he just, and he, he just didn't know. And, and, and said, he asked this friend of his, why? And I guess it was a Christian friend at that time. I don't know. And, and he, my, my father said, the guy told him, said, if you want to know anything, go to the Bible. He said, anything you want to know is right there in that book. And my father said he did yesterday. He said he went home, he read and read and read, and said he finally came to this, this scripture in the Bible that sort of clicked with his spirit. And he didn't tell me what the scripture said. He only gave me the, the revelation of what it had meant. Because I guess for a little fellow, you know, I guess it wasn't nobody else to talk to us, so he could talk to us about the Bible. The little children, pray the Lord. And we'll listen. Pray the Lord. <laughs> uh, but anyway. I wanted to say, pray, Lord, children quite naturally going to listen to the parent because anything came out of his mouth, I thought, I didn't have no doubt believing that, pray, Lord, because if he said it to me, it was facts. But anyway, I believe this was actually facts, too. But he said right in there that the closer you get to God, the more folks are going to talk about you. Pray, Lord. Amen. So in his trying to find out what was going on, God will to him that the closer you get to him, the more the world <laughs> going to say parochial things and negative things about you. Pray, Lord, the closer you get. So, so basically, that's, that's the other in line with the scripture. Pray, Lord. The Bible says to be the friend of God is to be the enemy of the world. And to be the friend of the world is to be God's enemy. Amen. Now, these are the facts just about God. Has no beginning. Pray, Lord, it's everywhere. Cannot change. Cannot lie. The Bible says it's impossible. It's impossible for God to lie. Now, I can't understand that. It seems like to me it's all be an easy thing to tell a lie. Pray, Lord. But the Bible says it's impossible for God to lie. Did they think God said, my ways are not like your ways. My thoughts are not like your thoughts. If the heaven is above the earth. He's talking about that third heaven. See, there are three heavens. There's, there's a heaven where the birds fly. There's a heaven where the moon is at. And there's a place where the Bible says God uh, is, which he's still everywhere. He's there, but he's everywhere. But God is just letting us know that that's how, how his thought is beyond our thoughts. He don't think like us. God don't think nothing like us. He made us. He understands the way we think, but it's impossible for us to understand the way he thinks. That's why he gives us something to compare his, the, 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 the distance between how he thinks and how we think. And he used the, the elements themselves. We got, we got to go first through the 
fresh heaven, which why the birds in atmosphere on out to where the moon and stars reside. But that still ain't where God loves it. We got to go further out. That's how much different God thinks from us. So we, we, can't, we can't understand that. Pray, Lord. Pray, Lord. We can't understand that. So the question is, if God is everywhere, is it possible for us, for God to shrink himself to the point where we can actually see him? I, I cannot answer that. But he did give us Jesus. Jesus said, when you have seen me, you have seen the Father. He gave us Jesus. Jesus is a part of God that we can see and handle. Pray the Lord. Now, as for the name of God, I got to go back to 79. And I'm almost, I said that we're going to do all this, pray the Lord. Talks about some vision that the Lord showed me, so I'm gonna be teaching from some vision. I had to go to back to 1979. Pray, Lord, me and my wife, we were talking about this the other day uh, when He brought the paper in the house. We were reading, pray, Lord, and then we we added up how old I was, pray, Lord, because the Lord gave me put in my spirit some years after that to start giving the year, and it was 79. Pray, Lord. When I seen all this, praise Lord. She said that, uh, according to the way her understanding was, praise Lord, maybe when God told me 79, because the Bible said, in the last days, your young men shall see vision and your old men shall see green. And since the Lord, since I, the Lord showed me this, that, that I seen this when I was a young man. Pray, Lord. I'm like David now. I want for you. Now, now I'm old. Pray, Lord. About 59 years old now. Pray, Lord. That's a long way from uh, 23. Pray, Lord. Because that's the year I believe I was, talking about, I was 23. And we're going to have a birthday, June the 27th, which I had been, I would have turned 24, if I'm not mistaken. But I was about 23 when I began to see these things. Pray, Lord. I looked at my son and just realized how young I was when God called me into the ministry. Now, there's people that got called even for younger than that. My brother, he was about 17. And there's folks that got called into the ministry even younger than that, praise the Lord. But in either case, we all were very young. But the Lord pushed in, the Spirit pushed in this easel. I, back there then, I didn't know what to call it, so I called it a blackboard, praise the Lord. Because I, I was familiar with the blackboard in school. When I went to school, they had this blackboard that used to chop the right off. I was familiar with that. And, and when I seen this thing in this video, I didn't know what, you, what that was, praise the Lord. So I called it a blackboard, but it was an easel. Amen. And, and I hope that's the right word for it. But it was a blackboard. But it had wheels on it. Praise the Lord. Because this invisible spirit pushed it in. Pray, Lord. See, I, I was feeling in my spirit what was going on. Even though I couldn't see nothing, I was totally aware of what's going on. And I was aware that it was being pushed in, even though I couldn't see nothing. Even though I seen nothing, but I knew that this, this invisible spirit, which was the Holy Ghost, was pushing this thing in. So it pushed it in. And I was standing, yes, like I, something like I, this him, and the black boy was there. 
And my brother, about two years younger than I am, or three, or two years a month, was standing behind me. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to insult the spirit. So I said, are you a spirit from God? And the spirit spoke not one word. The Bible said, Jesus said, when the Holy Ghost come, he shall not testify of himself, but he shall testify of me. So in the spirit, the Holy Ghost remains silent because he don't testify of himself. He only testified of Jesus. So the invisible spirit represented the Holy Ghost. He draw a circle, about three circles. made no sense to me at all. Those three little circles made no sense. Pray, Lord. Then he ran down in a strange, it was right. That didn't make no sense. Then he finally ran down in plain English. God will look down from where he said and pay his judgment. Now, I have since learned what all that stuff meant, pray, Lord. And, and, and I tell anyone, if you have a vision, you should be able to find it in the scripture. Uh, this way a vision wake up a dream that is from God. Now, I'm talking about one from God. I ain't talking about yes, all that dream, one that is from God. The Holy Ghost going to lead you into the Bible to find the meaning of that scripture. You ain't going to go there and find it on your own. I used to tell folks you'll find it on your own, but you ain't. The Holy Ghost going to lead you in the scripture to find the meaning of your vision. Because I found the meaning of the scripture in mine. The Holy Ghost led me in the Bible to find the meaning of mine. Pray the Lord. Now, the black bowl represents teaching that I'll be taught by God. The Bible teaches in the Old Testament, God told Israel that every man shall be taught of God. Now, that's been fulfilled in the last days. We are taught by God. That's why the, the Bible said we have no need to no man teach us anything because we're all going to be taught by God. Not just me. All of us is taught by God. We are God divine reveal us to the word. And all of us got a Bible that we can read. Pray, Lord. We all can read now. Pray, Lord. And we can go to the scripture and read it. And God uh, 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 give us the meaning. He'll help us. Every man is taught. Every man and woman in the last days is taught by God. We are taught by God. That black boy, what that represents, that I will be taught by God. Not just me. All Christian is taught by God. Now, that was the representative of the three. That was the invisible spirit was the representative of the Holy Ghost. Written the word down. God, that's God. In the beginning was the word, the word was God. Then I heard this voice came from the world in there. And he spoke one way, he said, Ruba. And when his spirit said that, he lived in and said, go to Ruba, you're a false prophet. Now, what the Lord revealed to me that was, said, be obedient. Pray the Lord. That's how false prophets is justified by being obedient. Pray the Lord. Amen. That, but that's how all of us justified by being obedient. God required that all of us be obedient to the to the word and obedient to the spirit. And obedient. Pray the Lord. That's, that's what he required, that we be obedient. But that represents the Trinity, the Spirit, the Father, and the Son. Pray the Lord. That's what they represent. Excuse me, pray the Lord. Uh, well, we seem to have one of these little Delta muscular here want to become part of the discussion here. And man, we trying to give him the good idea. Of, uh, he's not welcome at this time. But anyway, well, pray the Lord. Uh, that's what it represents. Now, I want to focus here on the word G-O-D, 
God. Pray, Lord. God is not just the God of some. He's God of all. God have authority over all his creation. All of it. Jesus is the Lord of us. Amen. Jesus is the Lord of a person that been born of the water, born of the spirit. We have a Lord. And he and Jesus is the Lord, and when he come back to earth, he not only is going to be the Lord, he's going to be the king. He also God, and God says, set, told him, says, set down on my right-hand side until I make your enemy your footstool. Pray, Lord. So he is in the Bible that he's seated at the right hand of God. The Bible also said that he's there making intersecondary prayer for us. He constantly praying to God for our behalf. He's our intercessor. We have a mediator in between God and man. Jesus is for us. God is still and have always been God of his creation. He's God. He's not God of a few. He's not God of one race. He's God of all. He's God of everything on this earth. He's God of everything that's on in creation. He's God of the angels. He's God of Jesus. He's God of us. He's God of everything. He's God. And as being God, he has say in anything. The Bible says, as being God, he does whatsoever pleases him. Whatever pleases him. The Bible said God draws folks out into the world to Jesus to be saved. God takes that up on. That's his part. The Bible said with love and kindness has God drawn us to Jesus. God lead us to Jesus because God want to recounsel us to himself. God take ungenerated, unsaved people because God can do whatever pleases him. Whatever pleases God, he can do it. And God said, when he get ready to do something, nobody can stay his hand. Nobody. Nobody can resist his will. Can't nobody say, why are you doing this? We can say it, but it won't mean nothing. God does just what God want to do. Why? He's God. He does what he want to do. He's God. He does exactly whatever he want to do, when he want to do it. He told Israel, he said, if I was home, I wouldn't tell you about it. Pray Lord. There ain't nothing we can do for God. There's a whole lot God can do for us. God don't need us, we need God. Jesus told Israel, uh, uh, he, they were crying out, Hosanna, they were crying to stop him. Jesus said, if, if you stop them, the rock's going to cry out. Pray Lord. Letting them know that God's word is going to be fulfilled. See, God don't need us. Uh, uh, pray, Lord, his name uh, yes, skipped my mind right now. John the Baptist, he told the Pharisees, Think not to say in yourself, you are seed of Abraham. But God is able to turn these stones into soul. Letting them know God don't need us. God can make souls out of rocks. God don't need us. He don't need us for nothing. 
He don't need us. He don't need us to crowd and praise him. You said God is able to make the rocks crowd and praise him. He don't need us for nothing, but we need him. We need him for everything. He's God. He does whatsoever pleases him. He's God. Pray, Lord. He's God of everybody. And he does whatsoever uh, pleases him whenever he wants to and so forth. And ain't nothing we can do about it. Pray, Lord. The Bible says God raise up kingdom and bring down kingdom when he feels like it. Pray, Lord. Because he's God. The Bible also said, it's God will that the knowledge of God ceases not in the earth. God not going to let the knowledge of God vanish out of this earth. From one generation to the next generation, each generation going to know there's a God. Because God going to manifest himself in some way to each generation. Now in this last generation that we're living in, God going to manifest himself through judgment, through his wrath. Through great signs and wonder that cannot be disputed. Pray, Lord, to this generation. Because it's God will that the knowledge of God ceases not in earth. Pray, Lord. Now, I don't say it about everything that I know to say about that subject right there. About who is God. Pray, Lord. Because God is past my understanding. God is past main understanding. He beyond our understanding. We can't understand it. We, we, we might someday understand the Adam. But we will never understand God. Someday we may understand the mystery of the universe. But we will never understand God. The Bible said God is past main finding out. Praise the Lord. He passed that. In other words, God is beyond our understanding. Praise the Lord. We can't understand it. Without beginning, without end. No beginning, no end. Simple as that. Praise the Lord. That's what he said about himself. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, we sort of feel like the spirit is lifting up on that little subject right there. Amen. I didn't have nothing. Uh, uh, well, I had something planned, pray the Lord, but uh, we got, I sort of like to follow the direction of the Spirit, especially when I'm uh, teaching the gospel, pray the Lord. I hope that you can get something out of these, pray the Lord, and if so, uh, uh, you can write us and let us hear from you today, pray the Lord. And if you have a prayer need, we can join in agreement, pray the Lord, and the Bible said, pray ye one for another, amen. It teaches that, amen. And that you, 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 you can send us a prayer request or email, amen. And we'll be honored to pray for you, pray Lord. We'll get together with the uh, Christian within this ministry. And I give you the assurance that we'll keep it strict confidence, amen. I, I don't share information with nobody. Pray, Lord, because I believe that people write something, they don't want to be sharing it with everybody, pray, Lord. Because we got private life, we want to sort of keep our business to ourselves, pray, Lord. You know, from time to time, we do get prayer, prayer requests, pray, Lord. And people just give us a little small yes enough to let us know what they need to pray for. 
Amen. We don't need a lot of details. Amen. We don't need, all we need to know is that said, well, so-and-so got sick, pray for so-and-so. And we'll do so. Pray, Lord. Uh, so-and-so, we're in an accident and need prayer. We'll pray for that. Amen. Yes. First name. Amen. So we can have a name to call up to the Lord. Amen. The Lord will know, the Lord will take it from there. Pray, Lord. Amen. Yes, that's simple. Amen. We don't need a lot of detail. We don't want a lot of detail. We don't, we don't need to know nothing. Yes, 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 yes enough to say, well, pray for, pray for Mr. Brown. He got sick. Pray, Lord, or pray for Miss Sue. She went after that. Pray, Lord, and something like that. Amen. And we'll, we'll do so. Pray, Lord. We don't, it don't, it don't take a lot of uh, information. Pray, Lord, to get on the prayer list. Amen. Uh, yes, yes, your name. Pray, Lord, and yes, pray for Brown. Amen. <laughs> that, that, that's good enough. Amen. And pray, Lord, and we'll start praying. And whatever that person needs, I'm pretty sure the Holy Ghost will direct us how to pray for each person that we pray for. Amen. Amen. And we'll pray that the Lord will speedily take care of your your prayer requests. Pray, Lord. Amen. Now, I can't just say what the Lord will do in each person's situation. But I, I believe, you know, sometimes it, it's be a lot of comfort. People can have a lot of comfort to know that someone is just praying for them. Amen. A lot of people take a lot of comfort. That in itself can be a comfort. Just knowing that someone else is praying. Amen. So you want someone else in your corner to pray with you. Amen. Uh, we, we'll be glad to be a part of that that circle to pray for that person. Amen. For that loved one. And as I said before, I want to emphasize this again. Uh, we don't need a lot of information. A lot of folks think you be needed to deliver a lot of information, amen. We don't need a lot of information, amen. That's part of the ministry, amen. And we hope that you'll take advantage of it, amen. Yes, if you believe, pray, Lord, that this ministry is is from the Lord, amen, amen. And that the body Bible says the prayer of the righteous is very much, amen. And we just keep you strict confidence, amen. Just a few lines. Let us know first name on it, pray Lord. We don't need no last name. We don't need no middle name, pray Lord. Amen. Because the Lord knows who everybody is. That's one thing I can say with all assurance. He knows who he is. Amen. You said pray for uh, uh, Sue. Amen. That could be the nickname, but God will know who they are. Amen. He knows everything, pray Lord. The Bible says he knows what we, what, what we have need of before we ask, pray Lord. But it requires that we ask. It's required by God that we open our mouth. And call out what we want. And the Bible said, while the words are yet in our mouth, he will answer. Father, we just thank you. Let us pray right now and pray, Lord. I thought we'd just jump over into the prayer, the end of the, the, this broadcast, but I ain't going to do that. Amen. We just going to let you know that we're going to pray and close out. Father, we just thank you for the opportunity that we have to share the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, with your people. Thank you, Father. In the name of the Lord, I pray, amen. Now, my friend, unto our next broadcast, this is Brother Bounder saying, Be richly blessed of the Lord.